0: hi everybody welcome to another episode of the morale booster with john Uguni. and today i have with me a very intelligent woman she <laughs> is uh, an executive coach she is the ceo of leading your sweet spot and her name is dr kim harris lee so uh dr lee Thank you for joining us on the program. Could you please? Thank
1: you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here.
0: Likewise, likewise. (laughs) So it's really snowing out here. And um, I don't know if everyone is experiencing that right now in the whole of the United States, but we're having some beautiful snow right now. Mm. So thank you for joining me on the program. And uh, my audience are actually looking forward to learning from you. Can you please tell our listeners, who you are, and what
1: you do. Yes. So as you mentioned, uh, I am Dr. Kim Harris-Lee. I have lived in Atlanta for almost 30 years. I'm originally from New Jersey. And I've got, um, people tell me it's an interesting background because it's a blend of higher education on the administrative side. So I didn't teach. I ran um, training and development programs for staff in the university settings and a corporate uh, background, which is I've worked for the Home Depot and their corporate office, uh, Cox Enterprises, uh, one of their uh, divisions, the Mannheim division. And so um, all of that has really given me the experience that I needed to launch my own coaching practice, because what I did in those environments was really help organizations develop their leaders. Um, and um, kind of enrich their leadership pipeline. So whenever there was a need for promotions or for talent to go in particular aspects of the company, I helped them prepare those leaders. So now I work with leaders as an external coach to increase their effectiveness, basically, particularly around this area of emotional intelligence. And the key question that I always ask my clients to kind of create this practical view of emotional intelligence, John, is this. How do people experience you? Because without that awareness, you can't be as effective as you want to be. Because oftentimes we all have strengths, but we also all have opportunities. And without knowing what our opportunities are based on how people experience us, we're operating in the dark.
0: Right, that's true. Yeah, that's a good one. Good piece of uh, advice. So how did you, come up with this beautiful name, Living Your Sweet Spot?
1: You know what, I am so glad you asked me that, because um, a dear friend of mine who passed away in 2015, no, 16, um, she and I used to do, her name was Angela Fletcher, she and I used to do brainstorming. She was a, She was an entrepreneur, I was just getting started. So we would meet. Uh, over drinks and um, hors d'oeuvres on Friday evenings, and just brainstorm around our businesses and share ideas. And um, I was trying to figure out the name of my business, and we were we were kind of throwing around some things. And she said, "What about Sweet Spot?" Now, I got to tell you, (laughs) when she first said it, I had a little bit of concern because I was like, Angela, I think people are going to confuse that with something else, right? (laughs) I was going to say that. Right. And so she says, well, no, no, no. Think about it as um, the sweet spot of a tennis racket, right? When tennis players play, they're always trying to hit the ball in that sweet spot of the tennis racket. And I was like, yeah. I get it, but let me socialize it first to see how people respond to it. And she said she was going to do the same. And I came back with lots of really positive responses. So I kind of added, live in your sweet spot. Right. And and I have to say that sometimes when I give, I'm at a restaurant or somewhere, and I give a server my credit card. One time this this young lady came back, and she said to me, because it has the name of the business, she said, are you a sex therapist? I was like, yeah. no, I am not a sex therapist. <laughs> that's a different spot. That's yeah, not you, the spot we yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you wouldn't so, blame her for that because...
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it's, it's a very beautiful name, I must tell. Thank
1: you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's
0: unique. You know, so as the name implies, that's what you do with your clients.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, so basically you help them Live in their sweet spot in terms of human resources, in terms of success coaching, in terms of business growth, etc. So that's a, that's a good one. And uh, do you currently work with startups or you only, you only deal with companies that are already um, successful?
1: So I I don't, I haven't done any work with startups. I do work with small nonprofits as well as large corporate organizations. And I work with individuals, right? Who are coming to me because they want to enhance their effectiveness. And just to expand a little bit on, on your description, really, it's about helping people find what I call their superpower or their secret sauce. You know, what is the thing that really works for you and makes you effective so that they can use it intentionally? Because oftentimes our strengths, we we do because they just come to us. But once you're aware of them, you can really begin to leverage your strengths and exploit them to your benefit.
0: That's true. That's a good one. So um, for how long have you officially been coaching. You know, coaching is normally, one thing I have come to realize about coaching is that you never realize that you've been doing it prior Mm -hmm. to you deciding that you want to officially do it.
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: it's it's a skill that one actually harnesses after not knowing that you've been doing it for long. So when did you officially start coaching as a business?
1: That's a great question because I will tell you that I officially started doing it in my corporate work, being employed by a corporation. Because I I I began to get the the title, um, cor- um, the corporate coach, right? Because leaders would send their people to me. Right. Now, to your point, though, what I realized was that I was working basically intuitively, and I was getting people to a point that I couldn't get them past. So that's when I started. Getting certifications and getting more formal training in coaching specifically, and uh, soon after that, I launched my own business. So it's been ten years.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's quite some time. Quite some yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, do you do? Do you also do uh, one-on-one coaching?
1: I do. So that's where the individual client comes in. Um, where they will call me, we'll talk about their goals, and I work with them individually, right, outside of the organization to help them achieve their goals. But I have to say that what I have found, where I have found the most success, John, is where, a client engages me in terms of one on one coaching individual coaching and then we we somehow get back into the organization particularly to collect feedback right. so so that the client really has a sense of how he or she is being perceived and that allows me to help the client even more because if i'm just working with you based on your perception of the uh, of what you're experiencing and your thoughts and ideas it just gives us this, this kind of mono view versus a broader view when I find out from others exactly how you're showing up, how they experience you. That allows me to help you more. Okay.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. So um, with your experience, I know I have a lot of listeners who mm-hmm. are actually starting up different businesses.
1: Mm-hmm
0: what will be your advice to those startups those people who are just starting mhm yeah what will be your advice to help them grow their finances and also to grow their team because you know when you have a great team yes there's a possibility of you going places going that's sure yeah going bigger in your business so what's your advice to startups
1: so my first bit of advice is that relationships are key. Without relationships and diverse relationships, you're not going to be able to successfully grow your business. So visibility is so important and actually getting out there and meeting people and not just meeting them and collecting cards, but but nurturing and cultivating relationships so that there's this mutual exchange because if someone can help you, more than likely you can help them at some point as well. That's so interesting become, protocol. Yeah. Yes, you become equally vested. And one another. I have grown my business over a 10 year period simply based on relationships. I don't market. I have an Instagram account, but it's just for fun. You know, I, I speak and sometimes that gets me business. <laughs> All of my business is referral. All of and it's grown over the years. So that's the first thing. As it relates to the team, I think it's important to understand again what your superpower is and what your secret sauce is, and and have a clear view of what the other needs of your business are, and then you identify the people who can help you meet those needs. Sometimes, as particularly as solo entrepreneurs, where we're just getting started and we think that we have to do everything, doing everything takes us away from our brilliance. And right, right. So, so you gotta think about, do you wanna spend, like I am today, spend the next eight hours inputting data in the QuickBooks, or do you want to do you want to hire somebody right yeah. to do that for you right? If marketing is critical for you, you know, is that something that you want to carve out time for, or do you want to make sure you have um, the budget the budget for to find someone, even if it's part time, to do that for you? Right. And sometimes it's it's divide and conquer in terms of delivering your services. So it's finding the right people who have the skill set that you have. When it comes to delivering your services, they have the the certifications or whatever you require to deliver it at the same level that you would. Not necessarily like you would, but the same quality that you would. Those are the things that help us grow our business. Wow. That's that's
0: a powerful one there. Mm -hmm. I I really, now, talking about relationship, that is key. I just picked that from you. That is key. It is. You know, having a great relationship while starting your business determines how far the business would go. I remember when I first, you know, came up with the idea of having this program. Mm -hmm. It was like, I felt it was going to be a struggle, but something in me told me that, no, you're good at selling yourself. You're good at marketing. Mm -hmm. So I started initially. I was reaching out to people here and there. But right now, I've come to realize that there is no better way of getting clients other than referrals. That's right. So, yeah, when you hold on to a relationship, people are meant to always refer people to you mm-hmm. if they like what you do, mm-hmm. if they believe in your vision, if mm-hmm. they believe in your dream. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I have months and months and months of bookings right now you know out of referrals right so referral is key it is
1: it it is and and you get referrals by at least for me exceeding expectations Right. right and so it's like how can you surprise and delight right your clients what can you give them that they wouldn't expect whether it's an individual client or a corporate client. Right. It's just about giving them that something extra. And the extra should differentiate you, right? So I was talking with a potential client, corporate client, just yesterday. And they were they had been talking to three different coaches. And, and listen to your clients, because they'll tell you exactly why they choose you, right? right? And so this gentleman said, the reason we chose you is because your process is so inclusive you're not just working with the leader we're bringing you in to work with. But her boss said, but you're coaching me too, right? And I need that in order to figure out the best way to engage her, right? And so for me, that's a differentiator. I don't just deal with the leader, I deal with the environment that the leader operates in in order to ensure success. Because somebody can, can work to change themselves, but if what's around them is not changing, Nothing's going to change, and the That's client's true. just going to be frustrated. So it's, it's finding out how do you delight and exceed the expectations of your clients in a way that differentiates you, because, you know, we're all doing stuff that other people are doing.
0: Exactly. We
1: got to figure out what's my thing? What's the thing that makes me different? What's the game changer for me? You also mentioned something else about your little voice telling you that you could do this. And I'm. I always tell people that oftentimes building a business is it's an organic process. You got to pay attention to what works. You got to listen to your inner voice and yeah. move in that direction. Where's the energy coming from for you? And right. like go in the direction of the energy. And that's how I built my business based on. I pay attention to how my clients, um, respond. I yes. pay attention to how I respond to how my clients respond <laughs> and I move in that direction. So there, there is so much intuitiveness. If that's a word that that really is a part of building a business. We got to yeah. depend, we, we got to blend our intuition in there with our strategy and our thinking.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good one. You know, you said something about listening. Mm-hmm. I think during our coaching training, that's, part of the key qualities a coach should have, the ability mm. for you to listen, you know. And uh, I'm so glad we already have those qualities, you know. Listening yeah. to your clients is key.
1: That's right.
0: Just like as Dr. Lee has mentioned. For those of you listening to this program now, for startups, listening to your clients is key. Do not always get, uh, do not always be on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Mm-hmm. you would definitely have those people who would give you positive criticism. You would also have some negative criticism. But mm-hmm. the ability for you to listen and balance it is what matters and learn mm-hmm. from that. Because whatever you're doing, you're doing it to get more clients and mm-hmm. to satisfy particular need. That's right. All right, that's a good one. Thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know I have a lot of people who are just getting into business. And um, how do you feel motivated or rather, how do you stay motivated when you do not feel motivated? Hmm. I know it's, it's a tricky question.
1: That is a tricky okay. question. Now, it's ha- not- let,
0: let, me, let me repeat it. How do you get motivated when yeah. you do not feel motivated?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's rare that I don't feel motivated because I love my work which is how I know I'm doing the right work. But I will tell you what keeps me engaged is um, meditation in the morning, right? I think part of what keeps us motivated is is preparing ourselves to do the work. Right. So I, you know, I get up in the morning, I meditate, I exercise, I, I take care of myself to be sure that I always have the energy that I need to share sure. with my clients. Right. The other the other thing that motivates me is I stay in learning mode, so I'm always doing professional development. The things that are one going to make me a better person, right? But, and also then make me a better coach, right, right? And a better business partner. So, and the other thing I think that that contributes to motivation is sometimes we got to unplug, and we've got to step away from the business. Right. in order to get refreshed and energized oftentimes when we're just starting we think we've got to go at it all the time but when you're going at it all the time you're not creating the mental space for creativity and innovation so you got to take a break every now and then and come back and and come back and and give it what you've got so that's how I that's how I stay motivated I take care of myself the meditation exercise and eating right and I take the breaks that I need and I surround myself with with people my support system that really keeps me encouraged and who i can encourage as well because it can be kind of isolating so you got to have people around you who who share your vision that you have for yourself and your business and can can inspire you and give you the support that you need
0: all right so um do you think um getting educated is part of what will lead to business success. When I'm I'm talking about education, I'm not just talking about, you know, the four walls of a university or a college, Mm -hmm. like learning, getting certified, you know, if you're interested Mm -hmm. in uh, information technology, getting Mm -hmm. that knowledge, getting that certification, you know, do you see that as, Do you see that as a way forward for startups, you know, people who are just starting business?
1: I I tend to be a proponent of education, any kind of education, right? Um, But we read stories all the time about people who, you know, dropped out of high school and, and are quite successful. So I think it depends on what you bring to the table initially, Right and trying to figure out where your gaps are you know what are the things that you need that would move you that would accelerate your growth and sometimes it is getting that getting the certification but sometimes it's simply finding someone else who has it right so again it's understanding where your brilliance is and figuring out is it worth my time and energy to go get this for myself, or should I just find someone else that I can partner with? Because partnerships are critical too to growing businesses. Right. I can partner with who can, who can help me with this piece of it. So I think it's it, it just depends on the individual and what resources they have available to themselves and how rich their network is. Uh,
0: okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a serious advocate for
1: Education. Yeah, I am too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's. I don't. I don't care how else you want to do it, mm-hmm. but just get educated.
1: Absolutely.
0: Get some knowledge. Right. Yeah. yeah. Know? So I I I have a non profit that um, um, provides assistance in terms of grants. We provide grants for people who want to acquire certain skills. Mm-hmm. provide grants for, you know, just when it has to do with education, we mm-hmm. support people a lot. So mm-hmm. I am a big believer of education. So there mm-hmm. shouldn't be any excuse whatsoever. Right. A lot of people don't get that education they need because they have this mental block. They have this conviction that they cannot do it. Mm-hmm. They feel they're too busy to get mm-hmm. an education right now. They feel... Mm-hmm they won't be able to assimilate. Mm -hmm. So I work with people to because I'm a mindset coach. Mm -hmm. So I work with people to help them identify and eliminate those limiting beliefs.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And,
0: And God has actually used me in such a way that you cannot know me and tell me money to get an education is your problem. When I know people who are willing to
1: pay heavily for you to get educated. Right, right.
0: So I, I have that platform. That's yeah. what I with people.
1: I'm a strong education. Yeah. The, the other thing, too, is even if people don't have access to resources, not like to get the, um, the address or the website for your nonprofit to take a look at that. But even if people don't have the resources, there's so much information online. So you can right. get informal education just by reading and learning and, you know, because people can learn that way as well. There's so many different viewpoints and perspectives out there right. that uh, you just do yourself a disservice if you don't even take the time to, to grow in that way.
0: Right. That's true. Um, so my nonprofit is uh, John Ogulu Foundation. Okay. Yeah, my first name, my last name, huh. Foundation. Okay. So the website is uh, johnogulufoundation.org. Okay, great. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So, um, how do you how do you do your coaching? Do you do online coaching or you do in person coaching?
1: I do. I do both, actually. So uh, my clients are are all over the country, and um, there are times that I am with them in person. There are times that we're doing exactly what you and I are doing here. We're, right. we, we meet via Zoom. Some clients prefer just to do by phone. Oh, yeah. So um, so I have those three kind of platforms. I'm actually, I just had a, a, a thought this morning for a membership um site, a paid membership site, where I'm going to provide the same kind of information to people who just want to download things as they need it, because I know everybody has a different uh, a different need, right. and so there'll be that, and then at some point, I'm going to be offering some websites, uh, same information, just different vehicle, yeah. and, um, and then some, <laughs> live, some live programs as well, because I enjoy just interacting with people, you right. know, in person, too. To. Right. right now, it's it's technology, in person, and telephone. Oh, okay,
0: that's that's a wonderful one. You know, thank God the world is a global village right now.
1: Yes.
0: Technology. So that's Yes, it.
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. So nobody should complain of lack of information. That's right. At this stage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> All right. So it's it's a good one. So. Um, how are you enjoying the weather? It's really snowing, like terrible. Look, it's I, just I, a, I, was super- su-
1: I was surprised when I looked out the window and saw how heavily it was snowing. I'm like, oh, my God, I was going to run some errands today, maybe not so much. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey, so even though I haven't been here for a long time, it's nice to see snow, particularly right. when I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> that's
0: That's a good one. I like that. So, um... What about persistence? What's your take on persistence for people who are trying to achieve a particular
1: goal? It's required. I mean, you, you have to want it bad enough to not give up, right? And understand that we're not always going to be successful, right? but what do you learn from, the failures right and how do the failures inform you as you move forward so I think persistence is, is a critical piece to it because everything it's not easy it yeah. is simply not easy and you've got to be committed because right. that's the only way the only way I've been doing this for ten years and I've had I've had a um, it's, it's been good I've been able to earn a good living but I'll tell you, it's, it's been, it was, my, it was last year that was my best year from a revenue perspective. I was just t- sharing my numbers with my husband yesterday and he was like, oh my God, that's like a 30% jump from where you've been. I said, <laughs> I know, right? But it's, so it takes time. yeah. And we have to measure success in different ways. So we yeah. always have this big goal that we're trying to work towards. And it feels like it's taken us a long time to get there. But if we have little goals on the way, that's the thing that keeps us moving forward keeps us persevering and allows us to be persistent you got to have some milestones along the way you can't just try to get to this big goal without having some success along the way because we got to stay motivated back to your question about how do you stay motivated I have little goals along the way small successes that I know are going to equate to something larger right so I have had small successes that have sustained me well over the last eight years but this ninth year i was like oh my god i finally got to that number that's the number i went to my vision board i was like that's the number <laughs> I'm there!" yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a good one uh, you know so um to my listeners i would like to also emphasize on um, what i have come to realize or what i have learned over time from my mentors uh first thing get a mentor mm-hmm. And also understand that success is not a destination.
1: That's
0: right. It's a journey. So do something you are passionate about, something you look forward to always waking up to, getting Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the journey. And lastly, do not look out for instant gratification. Right, right.
1: (laughs) Right. You can't. Yes, you'll be, dis- you'll be disappointed every time. <laughs> that's,
0: that's the truth. <laughs> I've, I've learned that from my mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that also while trying to grow a business. Instant gratification is not what we should be looking out for. We should be mm-hmm. looking out for longevity. We mm-hmm. should be looking out for how to uh, create a legacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the legacy part is powerful. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right, and and that you make a great point about legacy because yeah we're all trying to make a living but we also need to ask the question what's the impact we're trying to have right right? and that because that's the legacy work it's the impact and when we're no longer here will people know that we existed and what was the mark that we left and i think for entrepreneurs who are out there trying to make things happen that that's also something that helps you persevere um, is, is just understanding that what you're trying to accomplish is something larger than a paycheck, right? Something right. larger, your why, you know, it's your why. And, and for you, it's education. And I love that because for me, it's education too. I, I want to be a philanthropist where I can fund and help support um, other people achieve their goals through education, particularly right. people of color. Right. My, so that, that is part of my why. Um, and that's that's going to be part of my legacy. So
0: I like that. That's that that's my that's a legacy I want to leave. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to inspire change in the world. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I have started. It's something bigger than myself, but I yes. know I know it is something I will definitely achieve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, need, I need a paycheck, but mm-hmm. I need to inspire change. I have already started on that journey. And this is the way I'm going to do it. Just by bringing intelligent people like you on the program to share your experience, having people reach out to you so that they can get some coaching mm-hmm. and become successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the platform to the best of my ability to inspire yeah. change. I promised myself I would inspire a million-plus people this year.
1: Oh, I love that. That's yes. fantastic. Yeah, yes. that's, that's a rich goal. It's an aggressive goal, but it's a, it's a, it's a doable goal, right. given how small the world is, right? Yeah. And using the platform that you're using, this technology platform, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Right. No matter
0: how small that inspiration is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of lives will be touched. I mm-hmm. mean, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. So I really, do appreciate, I really do appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on this program. And um, luckily for me, we are neighbors. So
1: yes.
0: <laughs> we're going to be doing some community work together in the future, I guess.
1: Yes, yes. I'm sure we will. Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us on the program. We mm-hmm. had so much fun. I know my listeners have learned so many things from you. And feel free to reach out to Dr. King. Her contact will is currently being displayed on the, on the screen right now. If you are having challenges reaching out to her, feel free to contact me and I'll point you towards the right uh, direction to reach mm-hmm. out to her. She's a wonderful person. She's somebody who can actually stand as a, you know, she can be a non-judgmental sounding board. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we are trained to do as coaches. Absolutely. So, Feel free, she's got experience in the corporate world. She's got experience in executive coaching. If you are in that area where you know you need to get in some experience, some coaching, reach out to Dr. Lee. She's the best person for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, you, ma'am,
0: for joining Mm -hmm. us on the program. We're going to call you some, you some other times for some other episodes. I hope you will be willing to come back. Oh, I would love to.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of the day.